0: Welcome back to the Blockbuster Hall of Fame, where we just finished watching Dr. Sleep, the sequel to The Shining. And uh, this is... I don't know where where we're going to go with this one, because we have three people on this podcast that aren't talking right now that are not fans of the movie The Shining, which I think it's the only time we'll find three people in one room together that don't like The Shining. So I don't know how you're going to... I don't know what's going on here with this movie. So, Yorton, how do you feel about this movie?
1: So, first of all, that's probably why I was really confused with this movie, too. Because I've never seen The Shining. Mm. And so, like, I feel like I was missing key parts. And then when we get to one part that we're going to talk about, I'm like, that's it. I'm not watching this movie. It drew a line that I just could not watch any further.
0: You didn't. You didn't finish the movie. Nope. Oh, you're the worst. Nope. Ooh. I could have done that
1: after that. That. <laughs>
0: uh, that's the only part that's like that. You could have fast forwarded. Um, it's still part of the movie, you. man.
1: I. It's still part of the movie. i like, nope.
0: It was rough for all of us. Um, Jared, where are you at with this movie? Um, I want Hugh and regret
2: and Rebecca Ferguson literally to do anything to be honest so even coming to this movie as much as I don't like The Shining I was skeptical but I was like okay I love you and Rebecca Ferguson I'll, I'll, I'll hear this movie out and I texted Seth and I was like I actually really enjoy this movie I enjoyed it
0: Good. All right. Um, did it make you want to go back and watch The Shining at all? To kind of, like, see if it helped make um, The Shining any better?
2: It actually makes me just like The Shining even more. I kind of wish this was its own separate, like, thing. Like, I hate that it tied itself to The
0: Shining. That's because like it tied itself it. to the wrong
2: part of The Shining.
3: Um. All right, Seth, where are you at, man? So, I love the movie. This is my second time watching it, and uh, I, I'm i convinced that Mike Flanagan is, like, he gets it. He gets king. He gets how to tell his story while still being horrifying in all the different ways that you can be scary and terrifying. And uh, to answer your question that you asked Jared about, like, would it make me want to revisit The Shining? I I kind of want to watch The Shining again. Uh, just to see if maybe it won't, but maybe I'm going to try to watch the shining without remembering the book. Like I'm going to try to forget the book and look at the shining, like its own thing. Uh, I, I don't think that's going to happen because the shining is my top three favorite book of mine of all time. And so I just don't think I can do that, but I'm going to try. I will also say I didn't mind the connections to the shining. But ultimately, you—I don't know. Jared's not wrong. <laughs> like it, I think. It so one of the, of the
0: one of there. the big takeaways when this movie came out, when people were talking about it, was like <laughs> it found a way to be great—a great sequel to the book and the movie at the same time. And that part at yes. the end, when they go back to the outlook was widely praised as just a genius move by Flanagan, you know, because it, it ties the book and movie together in a way that's that's really cool. And I, I uh I, I really dug it. Um this is my second time watching it as well. I think Jordan actually before I say this, Yorton do you can you tell me what the shining is?
1: I just know like the bare minimum of it from clips of it and it's basically no, 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 a guy on. going not the, the movie,
0: concept. the concept, the, the gift of The Shining. The gift
1: of The Shining? Because it's a man who's going insane and they're locked in the hotel from the dead. Is that not it?
3: Okay. No, like well, when, they, when they say no, a character has The shine. Okay. Oh, okay.
1: Or you mean but the powers of The Shining.
3: Well, it's called...
0: And you haven't seen the movie. And the movie didn't even really explain it. Um, the book... This movie did more. Of, Um... This movie did a great job explaining what The Shining is. The Shining is, like, that ability to, like, read thoughts and talk to people through your, each other's mind. And that, that weird, almost, like, Gene Grey type of power, right? Um, okay. And watching the movie, The Shining, I was like, I don't know. Why is this called The Shining? I don't even know. <laughs> what is Shiny? Like, nothing's bright. I don't get it. Like, I didn't really... This movie did a great job explaining it more than The Shining did. Um... So Jared, you were talking about how you love Ewan McGregor, and we know Flanagan has a cast of people he usually uses and reuses over and over. Don't you want to see Ewan, McG- Ewan McGregor and Flanagan work together again? Um,
2: I mean, it's it's not that I want to see them work together. I just want to see like more Mike Flanagan adapting other people's works. And more, you and McGregor, and just other things. I'm fine with them being separate. Um, they worked well together, but it's like I like them both in their own right. So sorry um, to like side answer question. I oh, really like them answer. both in their own right. Like them working together is great, but I would want I want to see him work with like other great actors, not just his particular chosen ones. Ooh, do you have anyone
0: in mind? Um, off the top of my head, Killian Murphy. Uh,
2: okay, really want to see that. Um, when it comes to actress wise, um, I want to see what he dials up for Tony Collette. I would like to see what he would dial up for, for Tony Collette. I think those would probably be the two off the top of my head. Um, and of course, um, seeing what he with Avra in this movie, give me like an older Avra but make it like Zendaya.
0: Hell yeah! He can make us. I mean, he can make anyone look good in a movie. Um, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on! Let's stop this damn podcast right now. What the
2: fucker? You do not say that after I just mentioned Zendaya? Are you trying? Whoa, to I'm, she's a bad actress. Whoa,
0: hold on, dial it back. No, no, no. I'm responding. What to are, Seth what are you to fart face. I'm responding to Cess Fart Face, who was like Zendaya, and I was like. In my head, I was like, "Zendaya is a fantastic in. actress."
3: Look, I agree. I'm not I agree. making the face. I'm not making the face because Zendaya is a bad actress. I'm making the face because I feel like you're sleeping on Lenore over here, okay? Who I know that's not her real name, but that's how I always know her. I don't think you need an older, Avra play by Zendaya. I feel like you can just use the actress as it is uh she's already older and everything else and she does a phenomenal job in uh fall of the house of usher and this movie i just don't think you need zendaya that's what the face was for not knocking zendaya oh no no i was going to raise face he was making it come into your
0: face it's just a big face off
3: um (laughs) on a visualist medium
0: (laughs) i uh we're a pros and day of podcasts. Absolutely. Um, do you... Mm, there's so much to talk about with this movie. I want to say something, and I don't think any of us have read, have, have read the book, but from what I understand, the book got mid-reviews. I think this is the best possible version of this story. I think he elevated the book and made it better than the book. Do you feel like there's a version of this movie? I feel like there's a many versions of this movie that would not work because of how. But you haven't it is read the, the book, time. huh? But
1: you, well, you haven't read the book. But you think that?
0: From what I've read about the book and okay. what people think about the book, you know, like I haven't read it. Look, Stephen King needs an editor. Um, go ahead, Seth. No, I was just gonna say
3: I've read the first like. Maybe fifty pages of the book. I'm gonna go back and finish it. Doctor Sleep. I'm talking about uh, to be clear, not The Shining. I've read The Shining. Love The Shining, but uh, Doctor Sleep. I read like the first fifty pages of, and it's okay. It, it doesn't, you know, I don't know. I think Gray's right because when you read about some of the things that Flanagan changed, and some of the things he is able to do, oddly enough, thanks be- to making a sequel to the movie The Shining and not just a sequel to the book. I think it does actually elevate the story. Like he was able to actually take advantage of the fact that Stanley Kubrick completely butchered the story in the first movie. Yeah. To help elevate this one. He didn't. I mean, no, no. He he butchered (laughs) the story. Okay, we're not doing this.
0: We're not doing this. Moving on. Um, Seth, I have the the TV miniseries online. If you want to stream it sometime, just let me know. It's pretty good. Um, Okay. So, Jordan. Yes. Before before that scene happened that made you nope out, what was working for you? What did you like about this movie?
1: The characters were really interesting. That was probably the big thing I was liking about the, the movie. I was fa- fairly good with the movie, but yeah, I got to that scene, I'm like, nope. It just made me mad, so I was just like... Anyways, but yeah, the characters I thought were r- really interesting. They all had they're all having their backgrounds fleshed out and they had personality and I like that.
0: Seth, you can chime in too. I am with Yorton, but it, it, you know as someone who read the book and watched the movie The Shining, it's weird that this book is focusing on like soul vampires or something, right? It's like a weird direction to take the sequel of the of the of the Shining. It's like we have basically vampires now and yeah
1: that's how i would describe that
0: it it's a weird direction that somehow works when it very easily could not have worked i don't know how else to describe it but i like uh rose the hat is that her name yeah i thought she was fantastic go ahead Seth. i, I know. don't
3: know i think yeah no I, I think the energy vampires i think you're absolutely right like it could have been one of those things that completely falls on its face and it ends up feeling like too much extra because you know, sometimes there's sequels and it's like the author or the creator doesn't know what to do next, so they go, they take the you know adage "go big or go home" way too literal, and they just go massive with it. And I think in this case, it made a lot of sense that there would be other people hunting after it. So it basically, just took the idea of the Overlook Hotel being haunted by hungry things that are feeding on Jack Torrance, who mm-hmm. had The Shining, and that's why he drank. Like he had his own shine and stuff like that. And they reveal that in the, the book, Dr. Sleep, not the movie. I was going to
0: say, and I don't remember him having the gift in, in the they movie. They didn't book. reveal
3: it in the Yeah, he didn't have it in the shining. In Dr. Sleep, the book, it's revealed that he did. And that's why he was such an alcoholic. And that's why when you drink, it dulls the shine down and stuff. Uh, and so that was one of the things that drove him to drink. Not the only thing, but one of the things. Uh, but anyway, so like when you have that, you know, they establish, oh, there's hungry things that want to feed on the shine, right? It would make sense that, oh, hey, there's other things that also feed on it. And so it yeah. feels like a natural progression. Whereas sometimes on paper when you first say it, it's like, oh, that sounds a little But it, silly. Um,
0: let me counter you real quick. And this is coming as someone who loves this movie. The Shining, Jordan. if you don't know, if you don't know what The Shining is, Jordan, The Shining is about a family that Stays in a hotel throughout the winter just to make sure it doesn't mm-hmm. go crazy, doesn't burn down and stuff. And there's these spirits there that kind of like slowly turn the father into a crazy person who hunts his own family and tries to kill his own family, right? And mm-hmm. trap trap them spiritually in the hotel, I guess, in a sense. Um, yeah, I that much. But, like, there's no vampires. There's none of that. It's literally just a, a haunted hotel story, right? And so for this movie to introduce this, it, it it's a big swing. And it ultimately works. But if it was made by someone with less talent, it would not have worked. That's where I'm at. Like, he
3: he found a way to make I agree it with work. that. I agree with that. I, I do think that – I mean, I think Stephen King had a good idea. And I think the idea works. But I think a different or lesser director or creator, as far as the movie goes, I think this definitely ends up becoming like, a, oh, here's the evil Justice League out to get, you know, Batman or something. And it just feels super comic booky in all the wrong ways.
0: So, Jared, what stood out to you? Like, who's, what positives are you taking away from this movie? Um, like, who stood out to you the most and what elements and all that kind of good stuff?
2: Um... Honestly, I, as, as Seth just said uh, about the Evil Justice League, uh, or the Evil League of Justice Friends, or whatever you want to call them, uh, I really like that because they are trying to, like, keep their
0: health. And it's like. You're breaking up on us.
1: We lost you, man.
0: Yeah, that's what I.
2: So hold on. Oh, it's not you. you. It's me. No, it's not. I can't tell if that's uh, a Seth Pond. That was
3: it was because you're oh. breaking up.
2: We hear you. Okay, fine now keep going. Okay, awesome. Sorry, because I heard something beep on my. Ray, edit this out, um,
3: <laughs> please.
2: Oh jeez. Oh, okay, I'll sorry. Um As I was saying, I like the evil League of Friends, um, because it's more of a battle of survival, a scarcity, because as we all know, like, most wars are going to be fought over, like, resources, and not many people have this resource, and the ones that are trying to channel it are banding together, sticking to it, but, like, this is a story that's always told, but it's told in such a way, in such a new environment, it just feels great, and rich, and then when you combine it with a great storyteller like Flanagan and then great actors like McGregor and Ferguson, it all comes out to just be this beautiful story borrowing from Stephen King and Stanley Kubrick from prior. So it's like a good amalgamation of a lot of different story elements and actors to come together to give you a great story. I just hate that it's like still kind of tied to that universe. I kind of wish it was its own universe, but I love it.
0: I want to add on to what you said about that the vampire Justice League group, um, which really makes this movie sound dumb for someone who hasn't seen the movie. Us calling it the vampire Justice League, but I like that each person had their own role in that group. Like their gift worked in a different way. Um, I don't know. Uh, the girl is it Rose the hat? I keep forgetting her first name, but Rose. Whatever the hat, the hat lady, she like project herself and find other people. Um the other guy was like a hunter. Uh one the blonde-haired lady with the pixie cut could like tell you to kill yourself and you would kill yourself. Like she could just tell you what to do. Um pretty good uh starting five there for the, for the, that team right there. You know? Um
1: you guys for uh for me it was much more like an X-Men feel for me when when they were all using their powers and stuff like that. I
0: would say Like a bunch of Jean Grey variants all together, just dominating, or like
1: not just Green Jays, but more like the attitude and the uh, how they use their powers and everything. I just felt like oh yeah, yeah, more like an X Men feel.
3: Well, they definitely did also treat each other like a family. I mean, it was like Rose Dad's family, and yeah, and I think
1: that's why it was part of why I had that feel of it.
3: I can see that. I liked.
0: I liked. And this is going against what Jared said, because he said he wished it was its own thing and not connected to The Shining. But I like that we see characters from The Shining. Um, what's the What's the groundkeeper's name? Lloyd? So huh? Bartender? The bartender? No, no, no. The guy he talks to all the time and gives him advice. Dick? Halloran? Dick. Yeah, Dick Halloran. I like him. He showed up
3: again and just expertly oh. played. I loved how they introduced him in this movie and used him because, you know, he lives in the book and Kubrick and his butchering decided to uh, kill Halloran for no damn reason and horribly in the movie. And so they were able to bring him back and I love that they were able to do that justice for Halloran.
0: And the bathtub lady is one of the scariest things about the original Shining and she shows up like three or four times in this movie. And what do you think about the idea of... uh, Trapping them in like tombs did that work for you yes especially how it was used at the end there <laughs> yeah. oh that was such a good that you're right that was all there Oof. just to unleash them all at the end oh you yes. and nervous. then go
3: ahead oh yeah you're you you do not know you missed it. i also it was really cool when he almost traps her in the hedge maze and it's like oh, you see it coming and you're like oh he's gonna yeah. get her and then he doesn't and you're like damn but then he goes like, they're not, what What are you hiding or something? And Was it, yeah, I'm not, they're not hiding, they're starving or something. Or they're yeah, not a yeah. secret. They're not a secret, they're starving. And then he lets them all out and you're just like, ooh.
0: So that yeah, you're, you goes back to the hotel at the end because it's like, he he has a plan and the Rosa Hat Lady is going to chase him there and she gets in there and he unleashes all those I don't know, spirit demons that he's trapped over the years from the hotel, and they end up feeding on her and killing her. So it was a cool little payoff for tra- trapping them all, up, you know, all those years. Um, all right, so Jared doesn't like that it was connected to The Shining. I know what Yorton didn't like, and we all didn't like it. We'll get to that scene in, like, 30 seconds.
1: I would say the the problem I had because of the, the whole thing... I...
0: The Hold first on, 15 on.
1: minutes for the movie, I felt lost because of the connection to The Shining. Oh,
0: I feel okay. like. Yeah, you definitely probably should watch The Shining first. Go ahead, Seth.
3: I have actually not said the things I liked. I just keep interjecting on y'all's. I just there's one thing that hasn't been mentioned yet. And before we go to the negatives, there's yeah. one more thing that I absolutely love about this movie, and I love that every character. In this movie, especially in the director's cut, I've I've never watched the theatrical cut, so I can't speak to that, but in the director's cut version, how every character has like their moment and they get like this special, like focus on their motivations that make them very humanized, especially Danny, like with his mom, they get justice for Wendy, who was done dirty in Kubrick's butchering. And it was amazing to be able to see Wendy get some redemption uh but like you know the death scene for danny at the end with him and his mom he's a kid and it's seen his mom's there like that was beautiful i i the second time around i actually choked up and when he's talking to lloyd the bartender or mm-hmm. slash his dad jack torrance i was like ooh, ooh, that's deep you know jared's having the same reaction right now
0: uh where he know. got chilly in his eyes i can't tell Oh, he's cutting onions. He's literally That's cutting no. onions. Not not a, not a phrase. Um, yeah, it's because of the Jack Torrance conversation. It's fine.
3: Uh, who is played shitting by... shitting on The Shining, kid,
0: by the way. But in case the performance... Getting. Well, you keep shitting on The Shining and Kubrick's version of it, but yet the performances they bring back pretty much reenact the same performances from The Shining in this movie. It's, they do,
3: but they, but they make them accurate to the book. Something Kubrick did not do. He made Wendy is, this... Yeah simpering fool that was like yes. and it's like wendy in the book was not that and then they made jack already crazy and he's not that yeah, he's yeah. not and he's not that in the movie we're either. not doing the shining podcast yeah i know no no no, no. i'm just i'm just saying though but like that's the thing i love about it, though is like he does you're right he takes the kubrick you know versions and looks and the uh oh, versions of them but then he blends it with the book versions of him And it's impressive. Like, that's one of the most impressive things I think I've ever seen in a movie. So it's... Anyway, I just loved those emotional moments in the story that they had and that they're able to work in. And that's a Flanagan... Okay, now we can do negative. Well, that's a Flanagan trait right (laughs) there, if you can do that. Um, Yeah. But
0: it is cool how, like, you see his mom, You're like, oh, that's Shelly Duvall. That's someone being Shelly Duvall, you know? And that... Oh, and it's like, oh, that's someone being Jack Nicholson. Like, it was... It was perfect, but it was like the more accurate version of those characters, and I I get what you're saying. All right, so negatives. Jordan, let's just just go right now. There's a scene with the baseball player who has a shining. He has the gift, and he knows what pitches are going to be thrown. He's like an all-star, and these vampires pick up his scent, and the way they kill this kid, I'm assuming this is the scene, Jordan. Yeah, that's the scene. When I first and I saw think this. what
1: really made me mad uh, about it, I'm like, all right. And I felt like they just took it a little too far. And the part in particular for me that really made me mad was when they were sucking the soul and they're sort of like sharing it with each other. And I'm like, it felt like the the kid was getting raped pretty much. And that that to me just yeah, I couldn't take it. It made me mad more than anything.
3: What? what? Go ahead oh i was gonna say that i think hey first of all jordan is absolutely right that's a very rough scene it's probably one of the hardest scenes to watch i think of my life just yeah i mean, it's very very hard to watch and in nine out of ten times that scene i'm with jordan i'm like i'm out i'm done like i'm, I'm not doing this right and so like i can't blame anyone who like checks out afterwards not really i really truly can't blame them I will say the only reason why I'm okay within this movie is for two reasons. Number one, credit to the actor, the kid actor who's like from Good Guys and everything. I think any other kid actor, it's, and this is gonna sound bad, it's not as horrifying because that kid sold the crap out of that scene. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think it's one of the things that makes it so hard is that like, he did a phenomenal job. So credit to him for that. But the other reason why I don't mind it Mind it It sounds weird to say that, but is because yeah you love it's yeah no uh, no 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 not that movie (laughs) yes no but Jared put the knife away away. (laughs) no it's that plot wise it made sense and like so it didn't feel it did not feel gratuitous to the plot like it wasn't like they felt like they were putting it in there no no what I mean by gratuitous is this they didn't put it in there to like. For only to value. put it in there, yeah, it wasn't there for shock value. You okay, okay,
1: You don't think it was there for shock it, value? No, on, I don't. Hold, I don't,
2: hold I don't. on. Do not, do not, Doctor Strange. This, this was the yeah. only way. Okay, hold on. No. It did not have to be that graphic, though. No, hold on. Or that insinuate.
3: I, 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 I here's the thing. I agree. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that it wasn't that they could have toned it down or otherwise. I think they kept it in because the actor, the kid actor, sold it so well that. It's almost a, dis, a dis, an injustice to take that scene away from that actor because he did such an amazing job. I truly think any other kid in that role does not sell that scene as well. I'm not saying it was a good scene. I'm not saying it was an enjoyable scene. It obviously was not. I wanted to fast forward at this next okay. go around.
0: Let me summarize but, real quick.
3: Go ahead. I'll let you finish. Oh, OK, I just wanted to say, though, is that the reason why it truly bothered me is because it was almost central to the story. Because you see how evil they are. You really, really hate them then. Not only that, they have to kill kids because it's all they have left to hunt. And they make it a point to say this, is that there's not that many people around. Even when they see Danny, they're like, how did you avoid us all this time, right? So because they kill kids, because they have to kill kids, because that's how they have to eat to live, to survive and everything. And, so, and they have to do the screaming. It's all established within the universe of that. And so it did not feel gratuitous because it still felt plot relevant. Not that it wasn't graphic. It was okay. definitely graphic.: Yeah, because
1: I could feel okay. like you could do half of that, and you'd still end up with the result that you would want for.
0: That's what I was going. OK, so I was going to say, yes to everything Seth said, but that scene is it's divisive. It will turn people away from your movie, and I think the safer bet was probably to cut it down and, you know, maybe not go as far with it as you went but insinuate how far they're going with it and not necessarily like, we don't need to see it. everything happen. And uh, I think Yorton would have stayed around if it was just half of what they gave us.
1: Yeah, because I feel like all you did now was just trigger me for an easy trigger like that.
0: It it was deeply unsettling. I'm not going to lie. I was like, when the first time I watched, this time I didn't even watch it. I knew it was coming. I skipped ahead. <laughs> and once I saw something else happen, I was like, okay, cool. I skipped it. I don't need to watch it again, Jared.
2: Uh, um. No. Okay. No. 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 Hold on. Hold on. I have. I have to. I have to push back against you on that, Ray. Did you just say you knew it was coming and you would skip ahead?
1: Yeah. Did said that.
2: But then, when you said about Hereditary, when the girl was decapitated, you said you could never watch that movie again because of that one scene. Even though you
0: know it's coming, you can skip ahead. I'm just using Jared, your logic, sir. Jared, Jared. I'm glad right. you got over that, man. I'm glad you. I'm glad you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was, I was like, like hey, our third oh my, movie. I think <laughs> we're moving the goalposts now. We're that moving was the two Halloween's ago, bro. We're moving the goalposts. <laughs> what are we doing? What are I we doing? I will watch Hereditary again. I will skip that scene because Hereditary is a great movie.
2: Hereditary is better than this, and I'm just saying you're giving this movie caveats, but you won't give okay. it to Hereditary. Got it.
0: Okay, Jared's mad at me. This is the LeBron argument, Seth. We were having. I said LeBron's the second best player of all time, and people are mad at me. It's like Hereditary is a great movie, and Jared's yelling at me right now.
1: And Hereditary, I think, did a better job of like where I get the same reaction where I felt like they weren't gratuitous about it.
2: And actually, that was going to be where I was going to take it, but yeah,
1: but <laughs> I where you say... still get that still yeah. impact, but you feel like oh, they didn't draw a line, and I felt like this movie draw. Draw a line,
2: so that's the comparison I was going to make.
0: So this 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 movie has a lot. We're not going to do best scene right now. We're going to do it in just a second. But there are a lot of scenes worth mentioning and talking about in this movie. Jordan, you saw about three of them because you quit pretty early. But um, I want to. You did
3: did miss the payoffs.
0: To just think of a scene because one that really stood out to me, and it was I just I was watching. I was like, what a great directorial choice to illustrate this and it was when rosa hat was moving her spirit body to the world of what's her name um the small girl in this movie abra and the way they shot it she was basically like the background changed and suddenly she was in space and she was flying over the earth and then she flew down to the street of the girl into her window And everything was just so beautifully shot. I was blown away by, like, imagine reading that in the book and going, like, how am I going to translate this to film? And I feel like it was, I don't even want to know how it was in the book because it must have been crazy to have to translate that, but uh, I thought it was phenomenal. Um, Seth, any scenes stand out to you? Don't mention your favorite one yet, but mention one that really stood out to you.
3: I kind of already hit on it with my whole good things, like all the emotional big moments were really good, but also like the uh, the little trickery and then the trickery. So when you had the little bunny rabbit teddy bear and they lure the true not out there and then they go hunting. But then the whole time Crow Daddy's at, you know, her actual house. And so it's like the trick upon the trick. I thought that whole sequence was kind of cool. Uh, also, it's nice to see them get shot after all the crap they pulled. I was like, "Yeah, yeah. this is nice. I'm good with seeing them die. I'm okay with this."
0: Jared, any scenes that you want to talk about that you really liked? Um, I'm
2: a sucker for like a good snowy environment. I just really love it. And like, I when they approached the Overlook Hotel for the first time, just in night. With the snow just going over and it's like really dark. I really love that. And it reminded me of all my favorite parts of the Revenant. Just anytime no one nothing was happening. And I was just seeing the yeah. screen, which is all of the Revenant. Um This is not a Revenant knock. Actually it is. I will knock the Revenant every chance I get, but it's just like the snowy scenes of what made that movie. And the snowy scene of just like looking at the Overlook Hotel was just fantastic obviously it can't be like best scene because nothing really happened they just approached the hotel i had to mention it no but it's a great um, i
0: like that you brought it up
2: yeah um outside of the scene we just talked about the lvp for the scene for me is when cliff curtis dies oh man that one was tough that's Ooh,
1: that's i good. i
0: love you yeah, sure. know it's a good scene that Which you hate to watch Chris?
2: curtis
3: his best friend who, uh yeah.
2: No, no, I'm just saying when he died, just when he dies, I'm not talking about the whole scene, just when he dies.
3: because I've
0: oh, There's a that scene when they're, they're, they set the vampires up and they're shooting them all and they kill them all, except the one blonde lady who like, can tell you what to do and you'll do it, as she's dying, she looks at the, at, uh, the guy who took Ewan McGregor Ewan in, mm-hmm. and her last words are, kill yourself, and he shoots himself in the head.
2: Uh, And it was like I knew it was gonna happen because as soon as you and McGregor said,
3: "Stay stay away, stay
2: back," back." he took one step (laughs) too close, and sure enough, he was in earshot. And I was like, "Damn, I knew it was coming, but it was still tough." I love Cliff Curtis and everything he does. He's probably gonna be my man, or actually, I don't know, probably Abra. But we'll get there in a second. But those are my scene I really enjoyed and scene I could do without.
0: So, Jordan, that, did you have a scene in your short tenure of this movie that you liked a lot?
1: Really, uh, that, uh, the you and Gregor scene with the one-night stand lady? That was hard. I thought that was a lot of, like, introduction of a character where you get a lot of information on his personality. I really liked that scene.
3: Oh, man, that was a good scene.
1: Yeah. That was a great you, scene. You could see, like... Where he's both a good guy, but man, he is living it rough and he is not the best. But, like, what yeah. a great way to have an anti hero, I feel like.
3: And he's so, opening, wait,
1: yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, it's just so good because it's like, oh, Danny, don't, 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 don't leave the money. Don't, oh, you put the baby with the vomit, but take, take, don't leave the money. And he's like, I like no, how good. Dick
0: is, is an angel on the shoulder. You know, Dick's trying to tell yes. don't take the money, buddy. But that scene is almost one I have to skip, too, because just that toddler is not in a good position and it's hard to watch. You know, I just for me, I don't know. I have a five year old. and I just can't handle that. But it was I agree. It was a good scene. Um, another scene when they show up to the Outlook okay, Hotel for the okay. first time. Hold on. How old? How old is your daughter? She gets older every
2: podcast, bro. Pick an age. Pick an age. Well, she's five now. Um. <laughs> She'll they 10 they tend to get
1: older <laughs> when you have year-long, <laughs> multiple-year podcasts. On, right? I you expecting know,
2: expecting a better response than She'll She'll be five. tomorrow. Yeah.
3: It's like, oh, yeah. Thank you, Jordan. what is this?
2: Thank you, Jordan.
3: What is this aging going on? This seems suspicious. I'm not sure this is real. It's what, not real. I'm interrupting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I
0: like going through the out or for people who do like the Shining movie, like me, one of four of us. Um. I do like revisiting the hotel exactly as it is. I know you haven't seen it exactly as it is in the movie. It was cool because I'm a big fan of movies and TV shows where they go back home after a long time. There's a scene in Lonesome Dove when they make the journey back to the house. And what's his name is there ringing the bell. And I'm just like, the journey home after years and years always gets me. You know the Ghostbusters. If there's a movie with the Ghostbusters, maybe that already happened. I didn't see the new one, where they get back together and they go back to the firehouse. I'm in. I'm in. That's you know? sort of
1: like, the trailer. The new one.
0: Like I, yeah, I'm into it. Like that's what I'm. I'm not even gonna watch <laughs> hey. the last one. I'll just watch that one.
3: Hey, and that scene that you're talking about in Lonesome Dove in the book. Oh, oh yeah. That's I'm indie. just a,
0: just a big fan of that. Um So that gets but- me. But
1: the Go reason ahead, I made that face with you, Ray, is because you're like three of us don't like the. Uh, I know. I know. Of the movie, and I'm like, and then I figured you didn't like it. And then you said you liked the movie uh, or the movie, and I was like, "What? Wait, I, I have no Look, opinion of the movie.
0: You don't like horror movies. I assume you don't like it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just taking a stab here. Um. All right. Hey, I pick some
1: of the best movies for October. I feel like
0: you do. Thank You do. You, you do. Actually. Thank you. Guys, it's time to transition into the categories. All right. We have who is our MVP of this movie? Nominees are going to be Ewan McGregor, the young girl, Rose the Hat actress. You also have Mike Flanagan. Anybody else? Seth, who are you going with? You're the first one on my screen
3: uh mvp i am i i gotta go flanagan as great as and there's some great acting performances in here like i think for example this is mcgregor's best acting work uh and i know that there's some people that might disagree with that but i'm telling you i i really do i think i love this performance from him it's also a really personal performance for him and i think that helped but i think mike flanagan has to get it solely for the melding between the book the movie and being able to hit all these different points of both utter horror and disgust to completely yeah, totally. pointed and emotional.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's my vote So well. plan again, Jared. How about you?
2: Um. All about me. I, I. don't know. This one. This one is a little tough because I really want to go my plan again. Then I really want to go you and McGregor. I don't know. I can't do, I don't, I don't know if I can do, obviously I did co-MVP like I think earlier this period. Uh, I don't know. Just anytime I see you and McGregor like talk, I was just like the way they just, you're a new empire. And just like, man, That's I love you McGregor, but I got to side with Seth. I got to side with Seth. I like how Mike Flanagan, meld two different worlds together and with sort of his own new vision to make this movie i gotta go with my plan again
0: and Jordan, who's the mvp of the first third of the movie
1: i'd say ewan mcgregor man i i think every scene he had he chewed it up and made it great Guys? i was actually liking the movie until that part and then i was just like oh yeah, yeah. i can't no so just because it's a horror movie doesn't mean I could like it or not, but that just, yeah.
3: You should, if you ever think about it, just you go back go right. and finish the movie just to see the payoffs that were set up in the first half of the movie. Pretty good. Cause you missed all the payoff. Congrats to Mike
0: Flanagan. Um, all right. What is the best scene of this movie? Hmm. I do want to shout out that scene at the end where you don't really know. Well, Ian McGregor's in the furnace. And it's all on fire. And he's burning the hotel to sacrifice himself. And he sees his mom. And his mom kind of holds him and takes away his pain as he burns. And then you see him at the end of the movie talking to, uh, what's her name again? Abra. Abra. And you're like, did he survive? And you realize he didn't. I just thought it was really beautiful. I want to shout that scene out. But uh, you're, you're not going to participate this round because you saw one third of the movie. Uh, no offense.
1: He said what my favorite scene, though, is of the movie. So That's true. You did.
0: Jared, do you have a favorite scene?
2: Um, honorable mention favorite scene. I didn't want to mention it earlier because it actually is a full scene. So the beginning part where the pusher, the uh, lady, um, is making the men in the movie theater kill themselves for being sexual predators. I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. I thought she was actually noble at fur at one point in time. Um, my well, favorite surely scene, changed fast, <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, I she was noble at one point in time, uh, but that went out of the window quickly. Um, but my favorite scene, I think, is just the emotional payoff, like when he's starting to realize, especially with uh, I forget his name, his um, friend, uh, geez, tolerant, sorry, um, tolerant, when. Oh yeah, I think just that period where he goes to like the AA meeting and then he's talking with like his sponsor and then he's talking with uh, Cliff and then he's talking with hollering and just that realization that I should embrace my shining. I should embrace my power. I should embrace my gifts. And I think right there, that's a whole perfectly set up within the first act for the rest of the movie and what we're all starting to see with him trying to reconcile with everything he's done in his
3: past. Okay,
0: that's a good pick. Seth? The bar scene. Yeah. With oh, oh. him and his
3: dad. I can't. Her dad slash Another bartender, Lloyd, the bartender. I, I can't. I mean, like, that's the moment where it's like, you know, you see him get tempted with the bottle after, he, you know, his friend dies and Abra gets taken and her father's killed. And then you see him get to the overlook and he's sitting there and he's talking to his dad, kind of. And it's like, I don't know, Jack Torrance is one of my absolute favorite literary characters, admittedly, so I might be slightly biased here. And so when I see Danny get to talk to his dad and it's like, oh, oh, there's so many moments where it was just like gut punch after gut punch with it. And so I I don't know. I got to go with that. I'm with you because he's trying to get
0: some closure and his dad's just too deep into the hotel to give him any closure, you know, and it's, it's a and, hard scene to watch. And then when he
2: said we had to move to Florida, because we got, we <laughs> hated the cold because of this. He was like,
3: yeah, no. fucking the side of snow. he couldn't see snow because of it. Like they couldn't handle it. I mean, that was great. I mean, no, and, and, then, like, like, oh. it, and it,
2: obviously knowing that about like Florida, Florida men and, the uh, state of Florida at
0: the moment. He was like,
2: fucking Florida, bro. We had to move to Florida because of
0: you. Come on. <laughs> well, that scene works on so many levels because of what you said, Seth and, and Jerry, what you added on, but also like the whole movie, the shining is built on Jack Torrance, you know, and he's, 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 this looming figure in his life and you for, kind of forget about him. But then, He shows up and he looks, they made him look like Jack Nicholson from The Shining. So it brings all that to this one moment. You're like, oh shit, they did it. Like they brought Jack Torrance to screen and it's exactly what you want. And that with the, and all the preamble to it where he's walking through the hotel again and it comes alive, the lights are flickering on again and all the lights. It's just, I think it's the best scene in the movie. That's my pick for every reason we all said.
3: I yeah. also can we just go ahead and shout out two things. One is Henry Thomas for having to even remotely try to mimic Jack Nicholson from The Shining, no one of Jack Nicholson's most iconic roles. Uh, yeah. I like he did he did it perfectly to me. He didn't try to emulate. He didn't try to ma- like mask it. He just kind of tried to match some of the mannerisms a little bit, and he let the costuming kind of help him, you know. But E.T. Yeah. Boy pulled it off, and I love it. And then also mike flanagan for helping to set that scene up with the uh ian mcgregor when he was getting i think his eight year chip and he's talking about how you know when he used to drink it was the only time he'd ever see his dad and that was the only mm-hmm. thing he knew from him that's something and so then when you got to see when you had that scene set up the barton like i was oh anyway sorry i could talk more and more about that scene i love that no, scene. I, I,
2: To even go back to this, the this, uh sorry we're dwelling on this um but it's really good. I I like that he didn't necessarily try and mimic his voice one for one. He just went mm-hmm. in with the cadence and the mannerisms. So it made like the voice come out. It made you like think about Jack Torrance's voice. Not And he wasn't trying to force the voice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk with this cadence. I'm going to use the mannerisms. And
3: you're going to be in the mindset of this is it. So I like yeah. that. Yeah. He wasn't just trying to be Jack Nixon. He was letting it be and doing yeah. just enough to get it there and just letting you do the work. work. I agree. Yeah. Great. That's going
0: to be the winner. Alright, so who's the sixth man? We have quite a few options oh. here. This one's hard. Does yeah, Abra yeah. count? Abra? No, she's, she was basically a co-lead of this movie. I don't know. Okay, I kind
3: of thought that too, so that's why I was asking if she's even sure. if,
2: if Abra doesn't count, it's definitely Cliff Curtis.
3: Okay. Mm. I was thinking I was thinking Crow Daddy. We're no, I, I would say Oh, God.
0: I'm going to go with Jared on this one. But I really hate that we're not Can we just make an exception and give it to Abra? Because I felt like she really did a fantastic job.
3: Dude, she She did great. Uh, yeah. It's like when you watch that, then you watch uh The Fall of the House of Us, and you're just like Okay, this person's a you gotta watch yeah. this one. She, she's yeah. on to something.
0: Let's just, we're breaking rules. Let's just give it to her. Um, what do we got? We got Road Trip. Um, oh, God. There's so many people, Jordan, I wouldn't want to go on a road trip with.
3: Uh, I'm not sure there's anyone I would want to go with, except maybe. Yes, there is. Abra's mom I'm going, can I'm get going. it.
2: I'm going Cliff Curtis. Um, even though I know I typically love to go on road trips and just be wild, Cliff just seems like a responsible guy at this point of his life, trying to help people. I think we can actually do some good work traveling around the the the, the world doing uh doing some going to some AA meetings and helping people.
0: Who would you not go with? Bathtub lady? Gestures to everyone else. <laughs> go ahead, Sarah. Hey. He's calling Tom I coffee.
3: have a yeah, sorry, my bad. I just wanted to get attention. I forgot to do the one finger, not the uh I don't care. <laughs> not, out, my bad. Hey, so the bathtub lady, can we talk about her? Because I am ninety nine percent certain I'm right here and I want to check this. Was that who's silent, Sari? That's what I Isn't looked at that
0: and that's the lady that that's Annabelle Lee, right? I think yeah. I
3: think she played the bathtub lady. But that's the bathtub lady's name, right? Like that's, I don't know. I'm She's absentia girl. Yeah. Like I was pretty sure because I saw that she was in this movie and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I never actually saw her. And I'm like, I know. Is, is that her, or does she play one of the other ghosts in the overlook? Obviously, it's gonna have to be a ghost because it's silent Sari or Sari or something. So uh but I was thinking yeah. it was gonna be the Bath of Mom. She could
0: have been Aber's mom, she could play so many different roles. Um Jordan. Who would you go, and who would you not bring with you? Who would you bring with you, and who would you not? It's a hard thing. <laughs> who do you want to go with?
1: Uh, You know what? I Yeah, because I'm worried if I go with Hugh and McGregor, even though he seemed to be a good guy at sometimes. At the same time, no, he's going to get a just random bar fight. You don't, don't want to drink with him, because of him being an alcoholic.
0: <laughs> and he attracts ghosts.
1: Yeah, and he's just like that's just a lot of troll. Yeah, uh, uh, his buddy who, or the guy that was gave him the room. That's Jared's pick. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that was yeah I was like, maybe we could do some good or something. Seth, <laughs> I'm going. Guy, with guy needs a break. <laughs> there we go. Lord, we'll I'm assuming
0: everyone else is off the table because they're just terrible options. Yeah, for who? He, who would you not bring? Like anybody else? Yeah,
1: yeah. everyone else. <laughs>
0: All right,
3: Seth. So here's the thing. Uh, I'm allergic to cats. That said, as much as I love this movie, and I I do love this movie, and there is a lot of characters that I absolutely love in this movie. Like I said, Jack Torrance is one of my favorite literary characters of like all time. Uh, I don't want to go on a road trip with any of these people. Hell no. I'm taking the damn cat. All right? Like, I'm allergic to cats. I'm still going to take the cat before I take any of these people on a road trip. Like, because if... Like, Abra's cool, and I'm sure when she's an adult, that's going to be cool, but uh, I'm not taking a kid like, on a road trip. A road trip. <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah, like, I'm the right? only, like, super, like, likable, responsible, well-adjusted character in the whole movie, and I'm like, I don't really want to spend time with a kid, though, on a road trip. So, uh, I'm going to take the cat, Azzy. That's right, that's cool. what I'm taking.
0: I'm going to just be myself and say I'm bringing Abra's mom. All right, moving on to Rotten Tomatoes, y'all. Here we go. Rotten Tomatoes game. It's the Ooh, okay, I hope y'all heard that. All right, I so, think they did. <laughs> uh, Seth is going to win this year. There's no way we catch up. Um, Jared has three points. Yorton has 12. Seth has 19. So, Jared, what do you think this movie got on Rotten Tomatoes, and why?
2: I'm gonna go ahead and say this movie got like an 85. Um, I just think this is a good good movie. Critics liked it. They liked re sometimes critic likes revisiting old things. Um, Ewan McGregor is a critic's favorite, so is Rose or Rose the Hat or Rebecca Ferguson. So, um, and plus Mike Flanagan too. I know a lot of people like his um TV shows works, and a couple of his movies are really good, such as Host, um Oculus. And things like that. So uh 85.
0: 85. All right. That's good reasoning too. Um that's a solid pick. All right. So Seth? I'm sorry, Yorton?
1: really have no idea where to put this.
0: I am I'm gonna go at a
1: 75, but that's just me throwing something out there.
3: Okay, Seth. Damn, Yorton, you put me in a box. Uh So here's the thing. My first initial thought was 85. Jared took that one. So then I was going to go 80, but Jordan said 75. I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead. And even though it's going to hurt my odds of winning, I'm going to stick with 80. The reason why is this, I actually think like 82 is probably more accurate, but I think what Jared said about people like revisiting old things. I think also when you revisit old cinematic classics, I do feel like there's a lot of pressure to live up to that. And I think that can actually hurt it as well. Uh, So I'm going to go with an 80 and i want to say the negatives are going to be over reliance on the shining because critics are stupid
0: oh okay um i'm curious to see if that's a thing
3: yeah i'm actually double down
0: okay this movie got an 89 audience score audiences loved it and it got a 78 Rotten Tomato score, so Seth wins again. Goddamn, we should do the Prices Right rolls where you can't go over. Um,
3: <laughs> I mean, I split it down the middle. I felt like I was taking the biggest gamble here because if it was higher, or lower than either, yeah. that's an auto loss. I'm actually surprised. I, I I'm actually surprised. It's a little low. That to me, seventy is a little low for that. But uh, I almost lost it too because I almost said eighty two. So I'm glad I split it. <laughs> Also, I would have lost if I'd gone first, just for the record, because I would have said 85.
0: Uh, here's a negative review. It's a fascinating idea taking from both Kubrick and King in order to make a composite of events and themes. Plan again, however, just ends up with a contradiction. No, disagree. Let's read one more negative review, then we'll move on. So we got we to gotta get out of here. In place of what Dr. Sleep puts its condescending, blinded faith in, I sympathize with Jack and Dan or Danny. I'd rather cling or drink. I'd rather cling to drink or go. That makes, I don't know how to read that. That sentence is just, as an English teacher, <laughs> I don't Apparently know. Apparently the dude was drinking when he wrote that yeah. one. <laughs> I agree. All right. Um, where are you guys? There, I found my Discord button. All right. Do you guys recommend this movie? Yorton, you're saying no? I'm saying hell yeah. Jared?
2: If you have watched The Shining, yes.
0: Okay.
3: Joseph,
0: you're saying yes, absolutely?
3: Uh, I'm going to say yes, absolutely. I think you can probably, if you watch the whole thing, be okay not having watched The Shining or read The Shining. I think you're fine. I think you're better off if you've at least read or watched Uh, I would say you will
1: feel lost the first 10 minutes of this movie if you haven't seen
3: The Shining. Yeah, I do think it does enough Mm -hmm. eventually to catch you up. Uh, So I think you can probably make it through and watch it and be fine. I just think, I do think you're better off if you have watched or at least read read or watched The Shining. Preferably both. I think you're going to get the full experience if you read and watch The Shining and then watch this movie. But I absolutely recommend it.
0: Jared, are you going to put this in the Hall of Fame?
2: I'm not.
1: Jordan, you're, you're not, huh? No, I have no desire to
0: rewatch. Seth?
3: Oh, I am. I will probably watch this movie multiple times in my life, if only because this is the second time I watched it and it moved me even more than I watched it the first time. Uh, so it's in mine because I'm going to rewatch this sucker. It's amazing. It's in
0: mine as well. Absolutely. 100%. We have a tiebreaker. Um, I have someone here who watched the movie. Do you know her answer a, already? Uh, I don't actually know her answer. I'll be honest with you. Can we vote on this, guys? Are we cool with his wife being the tiebreaker?
1: Yeah, since she, especially since she's already been on now. Jared?
2: Well, yeah, because she's about to replace you next week, so it's okay.
0: Hey, hey, I'm here next week, buddy. Uh, if it's up to us. Do <laughs> so you want me to ask you? Yeah, go ahead. Ask her.
3: All right, cool. Hey, they to, They have a question for you. I'll let you ask. I'm going to pass the headphones over real quick. Hello, friends.
0: Hello. Hey, so would you put this in the Blockbuster Hall of Fame? Is this a movie you would rewatch more than? Yeah? Would... Yeah. Yes, I would say so. I feel like it's, it's not something I'd watch every day just because of the emotional damage. But I feel like it's such a good story. And it's so, I don't know, it
1: has, I don't know, peaks and valleys. I don't know. It's really good. I would say yes.
0: Very well known. Thank you very much for being on the right side of history. It makes up You're welcome. for uh, what movie got in that I was upset about, Seth. Oh, uh, Cloverfield. Mix up for Cloverfield, y'all. You were upset Cloverfield
1: got in? Yes,
0: I was. Absolutely. Um, I don't that hate movie. Cloverfield, but it, like, I've seen it once, and I'm done. Um, anyway, that's not a Cloverfield I mean, that podcast. was pretty unanimous, too, on the podcast.
2: <laughs> Bro, Ray, this is why you're getting replaced next week. Hey,
0: you replaced me. Who's going to upload the episodes? <laughs> I I
2: don't know. Jordan, learn the learn how to upload. <laughs> there you go.
1: I just need the login. I can do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> keeps it keeps away. from Jared me. <laughs> sucks. That's the password. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Fair. Um. All right. Hey. So put your wife back on. What are we watching next week? Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it off my thing real quick. Hold on. He froze. No, he didn't. We're waiting. He didn't. He's trying to get the headset.
3: Yeah, I was trying to turn off the headset real quick so that way I can actually be okay. a part of the conversation. All right, she's she's here. She can hear you. Hey, what movie are we
0: watching next week? Um, it took a long time for me to decide. Because I was like, should I make them watch the Barbie movie or should I pick a movie that I really enjoy? I enjoy both, but ultimately, I have decided that we will watch Baby Driver. Um. Uh, but it is a fantastic How much influence did your husband have on this decision?
3: Absolutely zero.
0: It's her how favorite about, movie. He how looks
1: about, surprised with it.
0: How about <laughs> Jared? Because he's a huge Edgar Wright fan. I feel like he texted you.
2: Nope. <laughs> What's uh, a good Jared feeling? would
0: never
3: urge this movie. What are you talking about?
0: I am so excited. <laughs> this will be fun. All right. Jordan, have you seen Baby Driver?
1: Oh, yeah. I saw them in the theaters. Are you kidding? Friggin' WRX racing oh, around the streets and everything with music going on? God, oh, yes, I did. All
0: right. Well... Dude, no, wait. Wanna...
1: I want to say oh. something real quick. When I saw that movie, I thought he should have been Han Solo for the Solo movie. Dude would have mm. pulled off a perfect Han
0: Solo.
3: I can see it. Yeah.
1: I like Anyways, you.
0: that's... Not mad at that. <laughs> Not mad at that at all. Um... Next week, we'll be watching Baby Driver. Until then, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys later.